This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald. I'm Ramia Amadin, and this is Kelly and Ramia. Welcome back and thanks for listening to Kelly and Company here on AMI-audio from 2 to 4 p.m. Eastern Time on weekdays. I'm Ramia Amadhan and we're just waiting on Kelly McDonald to uh, finish up with the graduation that our Connect for Life students are um, taking part in today. And in the meantime, get a hold of us, 1-866-509-4545. If you leave us a voicemail that you'd like us to play on air, please give us permission to do that. And also feedback at ami.ca is our email address. And on Twitter, if you feel like hanging out there, the uh, handle to look out for is at AMI Audio. You can also find us with the hashtag Kelly Co. Well, since it's Wednesday, we're going to get into some health uh, headlines. Let's bring on producer Jeff Ryman. I'm Jeff Ryman with The Health Report. I bring in the latest studies, advice, and health headlines from major newspapers, magazines, and the Canadian press. Jeffy, uh, you told me that it was male grooming day, right? Is that what it is? On Friday? Yeah, on Friday. Okay, that's Friday. So I'm assuming this, and we're not going to talk about that today, but I didn't know there was a thing, so <laughs> just wanted to <laughs> I, say it. <laughs> I, I didn't know it was a thing either, but... Um, I'm I'm glad it is. You can get some good tips and tricks for you know if you're trying to shave your beard or you want a haircut or 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 whatever it may be. Um, yeah, I found an interesting article. Maybe I'll bring it to the show at, at some point. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. because like I don't know, it's always kind of cool. I mean, um, I'm sure Matt Agnew can attest to this. When you have a big beard, um, it's not always easy trimming that thing up. <laughs> So yeah. whenever you can find out a new tip or trick for that, um, it's it's I'm I'm all ears. I am all ears for for figuring that out because um, and, and and it's also um, for your self image too. I mean, like if you look good, you feel good type of thing. And so if exactly. you can look a, as good as and speak in span as you can, then you're probably gonna walk out with a, a little bit more of a swagger. <laughs> I like that. If you look yeah. good, you feel good. Yeah. Absolutely. All right, cool. So that was the first uh, health headline. <laughs> what else? Yeah, that, that was that was Article One A. Yeah. Um, but uh, Article One B um, actually still sort of has to do with, I guess, hygiene slash um, for sure health, um, and it's it's about sensitive skin, and I feel like we talk about it a lot in the winter. Um, but in the summer, it can be equally as bad. I mean, it's really hot out on some days in the summer. I like to sweat. <laughs> like, I sweat a lot. And, and, you know, obviously that can irritate your skin. Some people can get rashes and all that. Um, so your your skin is definitely equally as sensitive in the summer. Now, it depends on what type of skin you have. Uh, if you're one of those people who have maybe drier skin, then maybe in the summer, um, that can help with all the, the humidity and moisture in the air. But if you're somebody who has oily skin, you know, it could sort of have the opposite effect in the summer. So I found this great article um, on uh, CNN's website um, under their health section, and it's titled Six Sensitive Skin Triggers to Avoid. Uh, so these are all things that you want to avoid when it comes to your skin and if you have sensitive skin. 
So number one okay. on this list is hot water. And I know we've talked about before, you know, warm water is the way to go. Warm water is good for your skin. Um, it'll help keep that moisture in. But if you go too far on either side of that extreme, mm. if you go too hot, it's not good for <laughs> not good for your skin. And if it's too cold, it can obviously dry out your skin more so in the winter, I find. Um, but either way, try to stick with, um, you know, lukewarm water uh, for your hands. Um, and, and the same thing can go for, for baths. Like if, if you're big in taking baths, uh, baths without bubbles, I know bubble baths are, can be fun. <laughs> um, but sometimes soaking that up, um, will not be beneficial for the hydration of your skin. Um, and it also alludes in this as well saying, uh, don't take long showers. Uh, I, I'm sorry to say, I'm sorry to break that news. Uh, I know a lot of people like to take hot, long showers at the end of a day or, or to start your day. Um, but in terms of your skin, um, 10 minutes. 10 minutes is usually the, the target that you want to hit when it comes to showering. Anything longer than, say, 15, that's when uh, the moisture can start to be drawn out of your skin. And obviously, you can literally could, feel uh, it. Your skin gets all yeah. shriveled like a raisin. Yeah. Yeah, you mm -hmm. become pruney, as as yep. I like to call it. Uh, you know, you look at your fingers, you're right. It starts to look like raisins and prunes, and it's yeah. not ideal. Yeah. So once you hit that point, it's pretty much time to uh, time to go. That's basically your body saying, all right, get out of here. <laughs> um, number two on this list is too much soap. Um, I feel like people can be guilty of this, especially me. Like if you're outside, if you're in the garden, if you're doing lawn work, if you're doing anything on your car and it's really greasy and stuff, uh, obviously you need a, a decent amount of soap. Uh, but don't go overboard uh, for obvious reasons. I mean, the more soap you use, the more moisture it's going to pull out your hands um, and it can definitely dry out and irritate sensitive sensitive skin so um when choosing your soap look for products uh formulated with moisturizers uh, fragrance free is always good and sometimes on the label it even says um for sensitive skin so if you are somebody who has that sensitive skin um be on the lookout for for all that on the label and you can also look at the ingredients the ingredients are are pretty key as well if you do have um, some skin sensitivities. Number fragrances, three. Fragrances, fragrances, I think, ahead, is another thing that um, we're kind of moving away from now, Jeffy. Like, we're seeing it a lot more on labels, sure. fragrance-free and that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah. if you grew up with it, like, I grew up loving hand creams especially that are fragranced. Yeah. Anyways, and then <laughs> so so it is uh, quite a difficult transition to to get out of that or look specifically yeah. for fragrant free. Yeah, I mean personally, I like the smell. I know it can cause problems to other people if they you know are, are sensitive yeah. to those smells. So you have to be mindful of that. Um, but yeah, I mean definitely, if if you have skin sensitivities, you know try try to find something that says for skin sensitivity, and I'm sure it would. Maybe there's a fragrance behind that too. Um, but yeah, mm -hmm. just do your research, I guess. But at least like natural. Is... Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. 
Number three is regular laundry detergents. Uh, and you may not really think about it, but your everyday laundry detergent actually might be bothering your skin. So to avoid aggravation, choose detergents specifically designed again for sensitive skin and be sure to use laundry pot products that are free of dyes and here again, fragrances. Um, so stay away from fabric softeners and dry sheets because they often contain fragrances and chemicals that can further irritate sensitive skin. So it's pretty much this, along the same lines as we just talked about with soap. Do the same thing for detergents. Um, just there's just go to your grocery store uh, and, and look down that aisle, and um, you're bound to see a detergent that is um, maybe maybe sensitive for sensitive skin, and again without fragrances and all those harsh chemicals that go along with that. Um, another thing. A lot of people may not really think about this. Um, tight or scratchy wool and synthetic clothing. And wool, I think most people can attest to this. If you like to wear wool, I'm sure you're not wearing it right now unless it's freezing cold where you're listening from. Um, but wool is known for being itchy and irritating. And wearing it can often start a vicious itch, scratch, itch cycle um synthetic fabrics like nylon um, can also aggravate sensitive skin and since they don't breathe well like, when you wear wool the whole point is to, to, to keep that body temperature locked in right so it's not really right. overly breathable um so since they don't breathe well you can trap that moisture inside leading to skin rashes and instead uh, it's recommended wearing more loose fitting and breathable cotton clothes, uh, especially if you're um, sensitive. Um, look out for garments with tags and seams and always wash clothing before wearing them first time. Um, so again, wool. I mean, I love wool. It's great in the winter, but um, it can also be a little bit harsh on your skin. So just, just be mindful of, of wearing wool or any of that sort of synthetic style clothing. And last on this list is saunas or steam baths. And for people with sensitive skin, keeping skin hydrated is obviously a must. That's why it's important to stay out of saunas and steam baths since the hot temperatures and steam can cause your body to lose water and moisture. Plus, these consistently wet areas are havens for bacterias which can also cause rashes and irritation. And I think a lot of people immediately think, oh, saunas or a steam bath. There's moisture there. Let's go in it. It's going to help my skin mm. if it's dry. Um, it actually has kind of the opposite effect. I mean, most people go into saunas and steam baths to sweat and you do sweat. And therefore that moisture is being released out of your body. And once you're, you leave, uh, the sauna and you dry off after you've, you're showered and you're on your way out, your skin probably feels a lot drier than when you first went in. So like in the moment, it might feel like a good idea. And when you're in there, you're like, oh yeah, like, this is not bad. Like there's tons of moisture in here. But then once you leave that moisture filled room, it's kind of like, oh, like what did I just do? So um, 
if you're a person who loves to use saunas or steam baths, um, just be mindful of, of getting in them if you have sensitive skin. So, and, and you know, it's probably encouraged after the fact to moisturize. Um, and obviously those again, fragrances <laughs> seem to be the, the, the trend of this article and this uh, segment here, but it really is true. I mean, if you're going to go use the sauna or if you're going to wear wool or what whatnot, I mean, there are moisturizing creams out there. And Rum, you sort of alluded to that earlier, um, which can be beneficial. So um, I don't know, just, just wanted to put that out there that if you do have sensitive skin, like I do, uh, I mean, I wouldn't say it's overly sensitive, but I do have sensitive skin. Just be mindful of, of all these things. So um, yeah. just thought I'd get that out there. There are a lot of good tips here, Jeffy, and especially things to think about when you are actually considering the opposite as helpful, right? Like you said, with the moisture, yeah. with the, you know, comfort even, um, but comfortable doesn't always mean that it's actually good for your skin. And, you know, once in a while may not make a difference, but the, the stuff that I think about is like your regular routines. Are you regularly yeah. taking super hot showers, regularly, you know, washing your hands all the time, et cetera, et cetera. But um Nice, nice uh, yeah. list to go like, through. Thanks. Like it's almost like counterintuitive, right? I mean, sometimes yeah. your hands are dry. You're like, oh, there's water that's wet. That's nice and moisturizing. And once you're washing your hands, you're like, oh, this feels good. And then two minutes later, you're like, dang, like now, yeah. now my skin's even more dry. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. And down <laughs> the line, you're like, ah, oh, my skin is always so dry. I wonder what's going on yeah. here. Thanks, Jeffy. We'll catch up with you later. Hey, Jeffy will be back on Friday for Lifestyle, but after the break, we're checking in with Margaret Weld, and she's telling us about the white ribbon movement on In the Know. This is Kelly and Company. Hi, I'm Ramia Amuthan. Join me weekly for AMI Audiobook Review, the podcast that explores new titles, introduces us to famous narrators, and updates what's hot at the Center for Equitable Library Access. Download episodes of AMI Audiobook Review from your favorite podcast provider.